Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Curious Neuron Podcast. For those of you who are new, my name is Cindy Huffington, and I am your host. I am a mom of three from Montreal, Canada, and I have a PhD in neuroscience. I like covering research and interviewing experts. However, today is a solo episode, so it's only me. <laughs> I'm not interviewing anybody, um, but I wanted to address a topic that I've been receiving questions about lately, and I also posted about this on Instagram uh, maybe last week or the week before. Uh, I posted about screen time. Actually, it might have been... Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> it was before. But the point is that I had posted about um, TV shows and screen time in general, and I realized that I needed to address screen time in kids under two because it's very different. It's a really um, different picture when we're looking at the developing brain under two, um, especially when you think about the research around the first thousand days, which is... Um, as of the moment of conception until the child's second birthday. These first thousand days or these first two years of, you know, of a child's life are very important because lots is going, you know, a lot of stuff is going on in their brain, lots of changes, lots of learning. Um, so screen time has to be addressed very differently in kids under two. I also don't think that it's as black and white as we make it. Um, seem sometimes. I can see that when I post about screen time because it seems to be that there are two different, um, uh, you know, groups. <laughs> parents who are extremely against screen time and parents who are you know, not against it at all and may perhaps don't have any limits within their home. I think that we have to look at it as a case by case with every child. So if you're listening to this and you're not sure, you know, where you stand or feel that you don't know what to do with all this information that we get about screen time, if your child is under two, this episode is for you because I will address it specifically to those children. Now, like I said, people seem to make it uh, a little bit more black and white than it is. It's not. With your own child, even if you have a child who's over three and we say, hey, you know, screen time is fine. Just try to limit it to, you know, an hour, a day or whatever it is for your home. You know, if your child is acting differently um, when they have too much screen time or if your child is behaving or acting differently when they're watching certain shows, then it really is... Um, a sign that you should be changing the screen time, you know, uh, rules within your home or the TV shows that they're watching. So, you know, we have the research and we know that we want to limit it. We know that it's not bad in the sense that, you know, um, a certain amount of screen time and, and not overdoing it, it, it won't cause harm on our children. So we're going to approach it in that sort of way, where we're going to look at both sides. And what I did, I was going to summarize the research, but I decided to ask somebody on my team, thank you, Claudia, <laughs> for, for doing this, because I wanted um, a person who is not a parent yet, who is a researcher, to sift through all the studies that they could find on um, screen time and children under two, so that we had an unbiased opinion. Somebody who doesn't want to who doesn't want to pick a side yet and, and just wants to learn about it. And I wanted them to tell me, is screen time something that we should avoid in children under two? You need to stay and listen to this whole episode to get to the end of the story and find out what uh, Claudia summarized for us. The blog post is on the website. So after hearing this episode, if you feel that you want to share this with your friends and family, go to CuriousNeuron.com and on the first page, just scroll down just a tiny little bit and you're going to see 
the blog post that has the same title as today's podcast episode. Before I summarize this research, I would like to thank the Tannenbaum Open Science Institute for supporting the Curious Neuron podcast. This would not be possible without you. And I also want to thank you, the listeners, because this would not be possible without you either. Um, if you are enjoying the Curious Neuron podcast, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And leave a rating and a review. This is the end of, or we are nearing the end of season three of the Curious Round podcast. Um, and I'm going to launch season four mid-September. We have one more episode next week, and then that is the end of season three. Uh, I love hearing from you. Some of you do reach out to me on Instagram. If you're not following Curious Neuron on Instagram, uh, you can follow me at curious underscore neuron or the podcast itself if you don't really care <laughs> about finding out about the research every single day, but you just want to know when there's a new episode, you can follow Curious Neuron Podcast on Instagram. And don't forget, if you visit the website, curiousneuron.com, you could join a study by clicking on the studies at the top, um, or you can buy a, a course or a PDF at the Curious Neuron Academy, or just read some blog posts um, and catch up on some old podcast episodes as well. All right, I know you're waiting to find out what's <laughs> what the story is about screen time and toddlers. So let's get into the summary of screen time. So the American uh, Academy of Pediatrics recommends that we do not have screen time in kids younger than 18 months and very little screen time in kids between the ages of 18 months to 24, which is less than one hour a day. This, by the way, does not include video chatting with family members. There's there's a reason why. Um, and if you've ever wondered, let's get into it. <laughs> so to start, we do need to lay out that not every screen is the same and not every interaction with the screen is the same. First, television is usually a stationary object that's viewed from, you know, a few feet away. Usually this is seen as a one-way interaction where a child absorbs or not what is going on. Viewing an age-appropriate show, like let's think, you know, like Sesame Street, is different than watching an adult show, like, you know, The Bachelorette. <laughs> in fact, research shows that adult television blends in with background noises for children and can actually disrupt playtime. So for those of you who have asked me whether or not you can leave the TV in the background, um, it does have an influence on a child's play because it'll distract. So they're not, when they're in those moments of being focused that you've heard me talk about many, many times during play, it can disrupt their focus or their concentration. Secondly, um, or the second factor, I guess, that we need to think of that can be very different and the results can be different is the fact that a tablet or a phone is viewed very close to the child's face versus a, a TV that can be further away. This um, is usually not recommended by optometrists and that can impact their their sight or their ability to develop their sight. Um, I remember my daughter's um, eye doctor had told us that you need, you know, a minimum of like two hours outside uh, to help with with development of eyesight um, so just thinking about balancing that within your day now the third factor that we need to think of that 
can influence, you know, a child is whether or not they're doing this alone or with an adult. I know that screen time is usually something that we use um, to kind of step back and that's okay. But like I said, today we are focusing on toddlers and this is a very different situation because a toddler or a baby uh, needs the interaction with their parents um, and also they are learning language according to how often we are speaking to them. Um, and if there's something on TV that they're not understanding or on the screen, then it's very different. They can't ask you. So if you're not there to kind of define the word or repeat it, it's not the same as a child who's older than two or three, where they can ask you a certain question. So again, you know, what I just said now is just explaining how things are very different. Um, you know, every situation is, is a little bit different, um, but that we do need to think about the age difference. So any child who's under the age of two, um, you know, we need to think of, of how often they're watching it and if they're watching it up close and if we're watching it with them. Now I want to go through three claims that I've heard um, people say, and then we're going to dive into the research. So the first claim is that screen time negatively impacts development in a child. So what we found is that there was a 2020 uh, meta-analysis, and a meta-analysis, when I say this, it's the golden standard of making conclusions in research. It's a study that looks at many studies. So this one in particular looked at 80 studies and found that excessive screen time which was more than one hour per day for a toddler again, this is specific to toddlers, was correlated with obesity and less sleep duration. Another 2020 meta-analysis also correlates evening screen time with poor sleep outcomes in toddlers under the age of two, but not in preschoolers. So this study by Janssen in 2020, which by the way, this this link is in the show notes if you'd like to read it, um, just it really highlights that it's very specific to age. And this is why I wanted to do this um, talk about this in today's episode. So decreased sleep time can leave a toddler feeling cranky and dysregulated, which can lead to more developmental issues down the line if it's consistent. Studies have suggested that screen time during early development leads to executive functioning issues, so learning to adapt and prioritize and understand, as well as emotion regulation problems. In fact, there was a 2021 study that examined 14 different countries and found that more time spent watching TV was associated with increased negative emotionality, so moodiness um, and emotional reactivity, something similar to a tantrum, as well as aggression among all of the 14 countries that were studied. <laughs> However, what was interesting is that attention problems and decreased soothability, so the ability to calm your child, varied depending on the culture. Spain seemed to have fewer issues of soothability, while the Netherlands had more pronounced negative effects. The researchers said that it seems that in Spain, um, they tend to uh, watch TV shows together, while in the Netherlands, children had more alone time um, during screen time. So that might be um, something that influenced the results of this study. Many people claim that uh, screen time impacts language. So this seems to be true when kids are under the age of two. And one study in particular, uh, again, that study will be, it's a 2022 study and it'll be in the show notes. So when it comes to language development, reading is the golden standard and speaking with your child. And it's just better to take that direction rather than using screen time, thinking that they're going to you know, improve their language ability. They, a child really needs to see you pronounce it and say the words, although they'll learn songs very quickly. And I know that you know my toddlers did the same thing 
it's it's fine. They learn the rhythm and it's great. And again, you know, it's not that your child could never ever have screen time, but we have to be mindful of limiting it with children um, under the age of two. And if you have some songs, they don't have to watch the TV. They can listen to it and you could sing along with them. So regarding that claim that screen time negatively impacts uh, development in a child, yes, in toddlers, there are certain parts of their development that we need to be mindful for, which is why it's recommended uh, to not have screen time under the age of two. Let's look at the second claim, which is screen time disrupts sleep. So many studies show that increased screen time reduces sleep time and sleep quality. Um, we've known for a long time that blue light re- disrupts melatonin release. That's from an old study by West in 1985. And uh, this delays sleep onset. So melatonin is a hormone that your brain produces in response to darkness. It regulates a 24-hour schedule that repeats itself called the circadian rhythm. Early in life, this rhythm is highly influenced by the outside world. So blue light from screens can dysregulate this rhythm more permanently than in adults. This might explain why we see more drastic sleep issues in younger children that are associated with screen time. And again, this is a study by Janssen um, in 2020. The link is in the show notes. On another note, more screen time means less time for activities during the day and sleep at night. We only have 24 hours a day. So in a factor of 12, if we factor in 12 to 13 hours of sleep for toddlers, that leaves 11 to 12 hours of awake time. Factor in two to three hours for a nap and we've already and we're already down to eight to nine hours of play, physical activity, eating, discovering outdoors, you know, bathing and reading with them and so on. So if we add screen time, we have to remove other really important interactions. This is what I really recommend to parents is that when you're questioning whether or not your child is having, you know, watching too much screen time or having too much screen time to really think about the other activities. What did I have some one-on-one time with them today? Was I able to bring them outside? And even though I'm, you know, perhaps a little bit tired after dinner, can I just go for a few minutes outside? Did they get some outdoors time, you know, um, maybe perhaps a daycare or preschool or school? Or is there something else I can do in that moment to help them or connect with them? For a child who's under two, it's not just about connecting, but it's about learning. It doesn't mean that you have to be with them all the time. We've spoken about play many times before, um, but playtime is truly the best thing for your child. If they get bored, it's okay. You know, they'll, they'll work through this uncomfortable emotion and you can guide them through it. And it's uncomfortable for us too, but giving them the time to be bored and to, you know, color or to play with Play-Doh and to be alone. And, you know, that independent play is important. And that open-ended play with Legos and building blocks and just things that they have to create, pretend play items. And that's what we have to think of. I remember thinking back now to the first episode of the Curious Neuron podcast. I had interviewed a, a local pediatrician and we spoke about screen time. In addition to my conversation with her, I had put out on Facebook a challenge for parents to um, uh, to to remove screen time from their toddler's uh, everyday life. One parent, um, I believe her toddler was watching any, or I think it was an 18-month-old, was watching about two hours a day or maybe between one and two hours a day. And when she cut out screen time completely, it took about one day Uh, for the child to get comfortable with it. And then by the end of the week, she realized that her daughter had not been playing pretend. 
something that begins to emerge around the age of 18 months. It was only when the child um, didn't have screen time anymore that she started taking toys and picking them up and playing pretend and trying to copy her mom during the day. So this is why I think it's really important, especially in kids under the age of two, that we try as much as we can to change screen time with playtime. The last claim that I wanted to address today is that kids under two can't understand or learn what's going on from a TV show. So let's see if this is true. We found a 2021 study that showed that toddlers could interact intentionally with a tablet, um, playing an age-appropriate game, of course, and that they understood with multiple trials what they had to drag uh, that they had to drag a toy into the matching hole. This study also showed that toddlers were able to recognize parts of an ebook more than they recognized. Um, from the paper version of the same book. So that's kind of interesting. Um, However, there are multiple studies that show television in the background is not actively absorbed and that it is very difficult for children under two to learn new vocabulary only from a television set. They need to be, uh, there needs to be a ton of repetition for this child and it needs to be from a person who's in front of them because we, you know, pronounce things a certain way. We move our mouths a certain way when we're saying certain words and certain sounds and they need to see that when they're learning how to say the words for the first time. It seems that preschool age children can um, learn more easily um, from television shows than a toddler. All right, so that was the research that we found or that Claudia found for us. Um, Again, I wanted to do this not to be biased. And her conclusion after sifting through all these studies was that screen time for children under the age of two should definitely be avoided. This is in line with what the Association or the American Association of Pediatrics recommends. Now, I know that if you're a parent listening to this and you have a child who's under the age of two, um, I know that it can be difficult sometimes to hear this. And I don't want you to feel guilty if you haven't been um, avoiding screen time with your child Today is a new day. <laughs> it's Monday. It's it's a brand new day. You just heard this for the first time, let's say, with, with our podcast. And I just want you to be mindful of what you are or how much screen time you are including in your child's day. Is there Are there any parts of your day that you could swap out screen time and swap in playtime or a walk outside or boredom, right? Like giving your child uh, some socks. (laughs) I did this with my kids. Don't judge me. (laughs) But, you know, seriously taking the time to think about where you can change things. In the car, for example, if your child gets bored and cries, are you offering a screen? Again, a child under the age of two. If you're, um, you know, preparing meals? Are you offering the screen? Is there a small part of your day that you don't have a choice? Let's say 15 to 20 minutes. If you if you really, really, really need to, um, is there a very, very small part of your day that you could, you know, offer the screen time to make that part of your day a little bit easier? I know I'm a mom of three and I know that that helps a lot. Um, however, uh, you know, the rest of your day, are there things that you can swap out? Like I said, For those of you wondering what I did in my own home when it comes to screen time, so when I had my first child seven years ago, she did not have any screen time at all uh, until the age of two and a half. Then she started watching uh, episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood on YouTube and some Animal Kingdom stuff that was appropriate for her, Um, little parts of different shows. I found them to be a little bit slower and she was really excited about animals. So I used that to introduce her to screen time. 
I then um, had my second child when she was just under two. And he started watching uh, TV and, and t- like little videos on YouTube when he was also two. So he waited a little bit less than she did. She was two and a half. Um, and then by the time I had my three-year-old, he started um, looking at those YouTube videos probably a little bit before he turned two. Because at that point, I had a three and a five-year-old who were both watching TV. It gets harder. I get that. Um, what I would try to do is have their screen time when he was napping. But then at some point, I introduced him to the same videos. So Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood um, and Mr. Dress Up too. I, I found those on YouTube. They are very slow, slow-paced, maybe even too slow now for some kids. <laughs> We're so used to things being quick. Um, But anyways, those were really slow shows that I introduced to them. And it really helped um, make things easier, the transition. And they had FaceTime before. Remember that FaceTime is not the same as other screen time. And you just want to be mindful as well of how close it is to their eyes and that it's not happening like for super long periods of time. But screen time, when it comes to FaceTime, is okay. You are socializing with somebody or talking with somebody and it's not a screen that is changing like a TV show. Another change that you can make within your home today is um, being mindful of of watching the screen or the TV with them. That way, when, um, you know, there's a song being sung or something happens and you can tell that they're not sure what's going on, you can talk about it or you can say, hey, Timothy looks sad or what's happening? Why is he so angry or mad? You kind of narrate, not throughout the entire show, but you kind of narrate certain parts of it or repeat certain words um, so that they can learn um, a little bit more easily from the screen time. If you want to make sure the screen time or the TV shows your child is, you know, watching is is truly age appropriate, you can click on the link in the show notes called Common Sense Media and there's a guide there for you. Lastly, use the night shift or blue light blocker setting on your tablet or your phone in the evening. Research shows that this is still not enough to leave melatonin on its regular schedule, but it does help a little bit. Um, that was from a 2020 study. Again, it's it's just showing a little bit of help, but it's still recommended that your child does not watch any screen time. Um, I believe one and a half hours to two hours before they go to bed. Thank you for listening to the Curious Neuron podcast today. If you want to read this article, head on to curiousneuron.com. You have the entire article out there for you with the links to all the studies. I will put the links to some of those studies that I mentioned today in the show notes. Please take a moment to review the podcast and to leave a rating. And I will see you next week. Bye.